Good morning and welcome to another edition of Senior Smarts. I'm Action Jack Quabble with you. Debbie Bradley will join us with our guest in just a moment. Want to let you know, Senior Smarts is brought to you by St. Crispin Living Community. Now with our full continuum of care at our Pioneer Road campus where we're still providing our renowned short-term rehab services. And Debbie, uh, I've learned so much over the last uh, number of shows and I can't wait to see what today's show has in store for us. Take us, Take it away. Absolutely. It was funny as you were even doing the introduction right now, I'm thinking... Now we're all on one campus, and it's true, but we've, we've been there over a year now, which is kind of yes. amazing. Time flies. So maybe we'll have to change that introduction pretty soon. We're, Clo- yeah, closing they, in on a year and a half. Yep. This is already wow. the norm now of how yes. things are. Is Everything for St. Crispin is on one site just right across the street from the technical college and kitty corner from the, the high school. It's just a wonderful place to be. So if anybody ever has any desire to come see the place, it's really amazing you don't have to be visiting someone up there or you don't have to be a resident either so with that i am so thrilled once again to have bob schmaltz back with us Uh, bob is the president of fms insurance it's located in the saint james hotel in red wing and fms insurance specializes in healthcare, medicare and retirement services and he has 27 years of experience in the insurance industry and bob has also served on the advisory committees of medica and Blue Cross Blue Shield Healthcare Companies in Minnesota. And he lives here with his beautiful wife and daughters. And Bob, welcome back again. It's great to be back, Debbie. Thank you. You are just a man of so much important knowledge for Jack and I and all the the listeners and actually people who aren't even listening. So I'll say this. I've got to chime in right now, Debbie. Some of the things we've talked about over the last number of shows, it's got the gears rolling in my noggin because I do know that a lot of this I'm, I'm thinking about right now, and we'll be doing even more so in the next you know, couple of years, that's for sure. Yeah. Now, the knowledge that we're talking about here, the, the questions and the answers to a lot of this stuff is some of it is just really ultimately basic. Take care of yourself. Keep your brain going. You know, move your body. Eat foods that are healthy for you. Um, be in relationships that are healthy for you. So learn how to forgive and work on those relationships. Or if you need to, to move in a different direction away from toxic people, then you do that too, or, or work situations. But so, so keep yourself as healthy as you possibly can. But we're talking about what about then with the breakdown of your health, whether it's cognitive or physical, and how do you plan for that? And how do you um, plan for a successful, happy and um, productive future. So once again, good morning, Bob Schmaltz. Good morning, Debbie. We're talking today about planning and preserving assets. So why don't you um, just give a little recap of the last show, and then we'll move into what people need to know. Thank you. So I know that the last show, I went through a lot of statistics on the um, analysis and data that's out there on a long-term care Um as we shared with you, just to kind of summarize, you know, if you if you look at this, like Debbie was saying, just keeping it as, as simple as you possibly can and looking at kind of four different buckets, you know, no need for care is 22% of the population or zero to one is 35% and then one to three years is 24% and then more than three is 19%. You know, the way to look at this is that, you know, again, based on health of, of your current health or your your uh, genes through parents and that type of thing and lifestyle and, and disease and illness. Um, you know, planning for this, there are, diff- there are 
options to plan for that, and we're going to talk about that in this segment. You know, one of the things when you start looking at different options or plans um, is that some people might need care, but they're not able to purchase some of these plans because of health um, health history. One of the most difficult decisions in long-term care planning is whether to purchase long-term care because of some people say, well, I don't need it or my parents didn't need it. But which plan is right for you? You know, they always say something is better than nothing just because most people have assets and they want to preserve that because we don't know when and where and how and why some things happen with our health. That's right. So don't wait too long because it doesn't mean you have to be 65. Um, we have a lot of members that are younger, you know, 40s, 50s, and even 60s. And there are a lot of members that are under 65 in a nursing home needing care today too. So That's those true. of you, I know where uh, a lot of this audience is 65 or over, but there's a lot of members that have had traumatic accidents that are in nursing homes. And so those of us that are younger and think we're invincible, it's never too late to be looking at and considering these, you know, for protecting yourself, your loved ones, and your assets. The older you get it, the harder it is to qualify for long-term care. And the cost is more. So again, you know, the earlier you can plan for this, you know, whether it be in your 40s, 50s, or 60s, um, that, that's a good time to be considering this. So we talked about, you know, uh, private pay utilizing one's own assets to meet the long-term medical needs, but there are other ways to do this. You know, that's um, some people that don't qualify for some of these plans. That's sometimes the only option or to do a spend down. So preparing for that, you know, through an elder care attorney or advisor, that's very important. But um, there are traditional products, and I'm going to talk about those. Um, Number one is traditional long-term care. And traditional long-term care is where you're buying a long-term care plan through an insurance company. And there are there is underwriting. There are some health questions that have to be uh, attained to get these plans. But what you're looking for here is buying a daily benefit. And, you know, you're looking at, you know, cost of seven to 9000 uh, a, a month right now. So buying an adequate policy of 200 to 250 a day. Um, you're also looking at elimination period because elimination period means the time it's going to start paying. And I was sharing with you earlier, if you're on Medicare, that first 20 days or 100 days potentially could be covered by your Medicare plan right, if you're admitted. Right. So the longer the elimination period, the low, it helps reduce some of the cost. And then there's inflation. We know that things increase over time and care obviously is increasing. Mm-hmm. So buying an inflation allows that daily benefit to go up every year to keep up with inflation rates. Right. And then you're buying it for a number of terms. And the number three, you heard a lot of that, um, three years, yeah. you know. Um, so a lot of these plans pay anywhere from you can buy a one-year plan, a two-year plan, a three-year plan, and a five-year plan. That is to hedge covering your, your um, buys you a pool of coverage for those years, a one-year to five-year, whatever, depending. And there's a premium for each plan. So obviously the longer the, the, the term, the more expensive, the shorter the term, the less expensive. So if you sign up for long-term care insurance, this isn't to say... I have long-term care insurance now. My insurance will always be paid for when my my fees will be paid for for the duration of any time I'm at the care facility. It's just saying you have to guess if you want a one, three, or five year. It'll offset those costs for those for that period of time. Right. So that's something new that I didn't know either. Well, in a kind of a rule of thumb, is you, if you use the number three, right? Let's mm-hmm. say it's between seventy and ninety thousand a year. Um, you know, if you did a high end ninety at three is two hundred seventy thousand, 
well, A, do you have $270,000 of assets that you could spend down 401k IRA? Number two is maybe you don't, you need that for your spouse or you want to pass it on. So then you look at outside of that and, and look at long-term care. And that's, we're talking about traditional long-term care, buying that and having it fund to keep that pool of money to use for long-term care. It also covers home health care, by the way, and assisted living and nursing home. Oh, that's really good to know. Okay, so that pool of money you may never you may never need to use that for nursing home care, but it also can be used for assisted living, or for you to stay in your own home. I know that's the desire for most people is I just want to stay in my home, and of course that's where the sights are familiar, the smells are familiar. It's your stuff, you know. Not that you're a materialistic person or anything, but it's like that's what you've known for all these years, and that's where you're comfortable, and that's your own home turf. So these funds can be used for somebody to come into your own space to help you with your health care needs and um, you know, maybe doing some laundry or whatever. So it, it's a good thing to think about, and the fact of the matter is, I don't know how many of you guys were Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts, but I remember being a Girl Scout, and I was about, you know, you, you want to be prepared for things. And so it's always good to think about you may never need to use this. Isn't that great? What a wonderful problem that you'd have that you have this extra pool of money. But if you do need it, you can draw from that. And that's really critical. And that's what we're trying to get you to think about during these sessions here with Bob is, okay, let's break it down. Let's plan for the future. Let's not throw this decision-making process or crisis onto somebody else or onto yourself when it's all of a sudden showing up in a crisis mode. That's a great point, Debbie. You know, what long-term does is it really gives you the choice and independence. It avoids burdening your children, and it protects your assets and income. And something to think about, you know, a lot of times today, um, children are not close, meaning don't live close to their parents, right? Right. And so some are across the country in another state, and a lot of uh, children today have careers. And so to leave a career, it's costly for them and maybe a little bit of a, you know, burdensome, even though we love our parents, want to care for them, you know, to leave a job and, and be there is, is, a, is a difficult decision and it could be a costly. And you might have children at home still too. So that's that sandwich generation where how do you potentially care for a parent or parents right. and you may even have children at home and then aren't you supposed to be having some, you know, have an income to provide for your own family too. So this is really good stuff. You're absolutely right, Debbie. And again, by having these plans, it's the independence. So let's say, like, for example, my parents are out of state, and um, I, and they have long-term care. So my, my mom or dad could come and live in our area, or if I had to, live in our home. But I know then that I'm still working and my spouse that they're being cared for. So right. I may be gone eight hours a day or whatever it is, but at least I know someone's in the home taking care of them or they're in a local facility, a St. Crispin's or a care facility that can take care of them and it's being paid for. And that's good peace amount. of mind. It's peace of mind. <laughs> wow. and, and, and avoid the... Per- so I can continue to work. I know my parents are being cared for. It's, it's just a win-win situation. Right. Now, going back to these um, long-term care, how they work is when you purchase a long-term care policy yes there's underwriting but when you go to use it there's what's called adls activities of daily living yes so to trigger these policies you have to meet two of the six and the six are if you can't bathe dress eat 
transfer, toileting, and walking. If mm-hmm, you can't, mm-hmm. if you can't do two of those things, this triggers them to be used at, in your home at assisted living or a nursing home, and that's so important because a lot of times, if you can't do one, you can't probably do two, right. and that's how these plans then would pay out your two hundred a day, two fifty a day, mm-hmm. and start paying for someone to come in and care for you in your home, assisted living, or a nursing home. So the second item I want to talk about is some people say, well, I'm going to pay all this money into long-term care premiums, right, because it can mm-hmm. get expensive. Well, the, the new hybrid products have come out, and they've been around for some time. It's basically through some of these um, insurance programs where you pay a monthly premium, but here's what it does is that when you pass away, someone's going to get the money. So let's say you don't use it. So rather than paying thirty, forty, fifty thousand over your lifetime, you're paying into this plan. But when you pass, it could leave fifty, hundred, two hundred thousand to your family tax free. And that is, I know, a concern for a number of people to say, "Well, I want to leave something for my kids." So yep. this way, you're planning for yourself to be cared for, to not be. I know a lot of people are worried about being a burden to their children, so that would take care of that. And then also. Um, someday when you pass away, if you haven't used it all, then that does go. It still does go to your yep. kids. So, so really, it's a, win- it's a win-win. It's is absolutely Debbie. It's a win-win for the the care that providing person needing care. They have access to the money, and it's not you know touching their other assets uh, or affecting their other assets. And so, one thing I wanted to mention that I didn't with traditional long-term care, there's some tax incentives. So when you do your if you itemize, there's some um, deductions if you have long-term care based on income and. Ex- if you itemize, but talk to your tax, tax preparer about that. Okay. But this hybrid product, again, is is where the win-win, right? You're paying in, and you're knowing that your spouse or your loved ones are going to get something at the end. But in the meantime, if you need it, you've got a pool of money to access tax-free. And your family knows you're being cared for. Absolutely. And then there's another plan, even if you don't meet, because there again, you have to meet some health questions. Okay. And if you don't meet those, there's another plan where you can actually take a lump sum of money. So let's say you have a CD or you have some pool of your 401k and you want to reposition it. Uh, again, talking with tax advisor, you could reposition to one of these plans that then purchases the long-term care benefits to pay for later. Huh. So the last option is is reliance on the government benefits, which is Medicaid um, spend down. And there's eligibility requirements for this, as we talked. You know, it's income based, and then we talked about the asset um, spend down limit of the 126,400 mm-hmm. um, this year. Um, so going into this mode, you know, you want to be prepared and, and working with an elder, elder or social worker, and that's where you really have to start taking your assets and, and repositioning them or use it, spending them down. And then succession planning, that's asset ownership arrangements. Um, you want to plan for that, provides continued access of assets or automatic transfer of assets at death, joint tenants, payable on death, and then transfer on death. We, and you mentioned some of those earlier. So important to have the POAs and uh, power of attorneys and pay, right, payable on right. death and transfer on death. And then beneficiary designations. Always make sure your beneficiaries are up to date, especially in a, in a situation like this, because sometimes, um, you know, children and or, you know, um, just make sure they're up to date. Right. Um, and then provides uh, by beneficiary designation forms, you can automatically transfer of assets on death of account owners to name beneficiaries like life insurance, retirement accounts, 401k, IRAs, 403bs. Right. And then we, then lastly, just to kind of talk about through is some wills, you know, making sure your wills are updated and in trusts. Some people, um, trust might be an option and benefit them. Again, seeking 
someone that's a, a legal attorney inv advising if a trust is adequate or a, or a will yeah. and what's right for you. And we hope to have a elder law attorney come in sometime and you know break those down for us too. Yes. Wonderful. It's important. So in conclusion, um, long-term care involves a lot of focusing on, and I kind of broke it into three categories. Disability planning, that's, you know, for illness and you're using it for long-term care. A secession planning is that leaving assets to your loved ones, your spouse or family members, and then protecting those. We talked about some of the options that you have to purchase different plans that can have a pool of money there for you to use to um, for tax incentives. Um, traditional long-term care or benefit peace of mind something's better than nothing mm -hmm. and I always say it's kind of like you know you can have um, it's like have all your your cows in the barn but if you leave the barn door open it doesn't help because right, there's an right. exit right right and that's you can have all of the best planning in place but if you don't protect kind of the umbrella you know this can get costly and it is costly so by preparing for it you can hopefully avoid some of that and create that independence avoid you know the the assets um spend down mm -hmm. so um each category obviously in uh, in trust you're working with an advisor or a counselor or a legal representative and making form relevant choices and everyone's situation is different so just being cognizant i hope this was educational helpful and Hopefully oh, yeah. some steps will be taken in considering, okay, we talked about Medicare. We talked about um, all the moving parts and if you're a veteran. And, and um, we talked about, you know, how, you know what, what does care um, consist of today? We talked about home care because a lot of people say, oh, I don't want to go to a nursing home. Well, you don't have to. You don't maybe. Ha yeah, maybe. maybe not. But home care is a transition, home, assisted living, nursing home. And um, so, you know, being just being educated and cognizant of the options that are out there and then you can plan for the cost you know that is it there is definitely ways that you can plan for this and there's there's programs available Wonderful. so thank you so much bob for all your knowledge and for the future shows um everything that you're able to teach us if you guys do want to um call bob he's at 388 2743 in our area code here 651 so it's again it's 388 2743 for bob schmaltz and with that st crispin living community is changing aging in red wing all right debbie bob thank you again another great show and that senior smarts brought to you by st crispin living community now with our full continuum of care at our pioneer road campus where we're still providing our renowned short-term rehab services that's it for senior smarts